Welcome to the Dumb Idea Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share this video or podcast on any platform that you're listening on. Please visit us at www.dumbideapodcast.com. All right, welcome back to another episode. Well, uh, we're lucky two shows in a row we've got a guest. Uh, we're going to welcome Krish on Allen. I said that really weird, didn't I? You didn't. Krishan Allen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, His website is krishanallen.com. He is a a family and wellness coach, uh, as well as a a parenting expert. If you need help with uh, family issues or parenting issues, uh, go to krishanallen.com. You can book an appointment with him. Before we get into the topic today, I want to talk about private internet access. Uh, VPNs. Uh, you see them all over YouTube. Everyone's got an advertisement for them. Uh, I use private internet private internet access. Uh, we have a, a link on our website at dumbideapodcast.com. On the right side of the webpage, go ahead and click on that. You can get a VPN for as low as $1.89 a month. But even if you pay, pay a full price for a year, you're looking at $2.50 a month. Now, for me, I do a lot of online shopping. And I want to keep my credit card safe. I had an incident where uh, my debit card one time, uh, someone was able to get my debit card and the code on the back didn't even need my debit card itself. They created a new debit card, took out about $2,000 out of my bank account. Ever since then, I've been using a VPN. Um, luckily, we got the money back. But uh, So it really is an inexpensive way to protect yourself online. Not only can you protect your credit card information, but you can protect your identity uh, and it is a really useful tool on today's internet where everyone seems to be very internet savvy. Now, back onto today's show. Uh, so, like I said, we have Christian Allen here. Uh, long, uh, I'd say about six months ago, we did an episode where we talked about uh, raising our young kids. Both Mike and I's oldest is about nine. We'll be turning 10 this year. And we were talking about how would we handle social media when they get old enough to start having a phone. Now, luckily I'm not giving my kid a phone for a few years, at least. <laughs> um, I, I just got her the gizmo watch. That's about as far as we're going with that. You know, she can call me, she can call her mother. She can text me, text her mother. That's it. Two people. Plus the GPS tracking and the GPS tracking. <laughs> I know where she's going all the time. In fact, I'm going to keep that on her until she's like 40. <laughs> and I know I keep tabs on that all day. Um, but we wanted to bring someone in. Because my only frame of reference is my brother, who's got three boys over 18, and then one girl who's 10 as well. But he's kind of, he already went through the ringer with this, but he was very strict. Uh, didn't let him go on social media at all. But we wanted to bring on someone uh, who's got some experience with this, with some younger kids or kids that just started going through. And we want to see what your take was, not only on this, but other parenting issues as well. But first thing right off the bat, social media, uh, phones, internet, that kind of stuff. Like, your youngest is the same age as our oldest, but you've got one older than that. Yeah, I have a almost thirteen year old, and, and thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so she she's not allowed social media uh, yet because you know we one we don't think she she's mature enough to to handle it, um, but also you know, it's she's in our middle school years, which I think are probably the hardest years of of a kid's life and development uh, 
not speaking professionally, but I think middle schoolers are probably some of the worst people <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> yeah, middle school is the worst. Oh, I, I hated every minute of it, every single minute. Um, you know, because you go, for, it's like all of a sudden you go from being a little kid playing with GI Joes and Legos, and next thing you know, you're, you know, there's all the adult stuff that you know that yeah. that you you're like, whoa, what where did this come from? You stink. You yeah. don't know why. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> all these crazy things. So what what we really want for her is the ability to to go through whatever she has to go through socially at school, but come home into a safe space and not, you know, to social media with you know, if it's if it's a bully, if it's whatever, if she's the bully, um that that there's you know, there's a break in in that activity and that she can come home and feel safe at home. Um, and, and not have to worry about like every, every little thing she went through, through that day. Yeah. I always wonder, like, I've got, my oldest is like kind of the more mellow one, more shy. The other one's kind of like the more outgoing, aggressive one a little bit. Like, I'm always wondering, like, like she came home today. She was like, I pushed a boy. (laughs) Like my first reaction, like, yeah, you did. (laughs) Don't take any crap off of those boys. And at first, like, her mother was like, oh? And she, like, went through, did you talk, did you ask a teacher? Well, I pushed him first. Yeah, that's right. Like, I'm, like, all about it. And then, like. Strike hard, strike fast. No mercy. (laughs) No mercy. No mercy. (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of which, I just finished that, what, season four? Oh. Just got got done with uh, Cobra Kai. Okay. Season four. Anyway. uh, But, you know, I was like, well, did he push you first? Yes. All right, then. We're good. Defensive. Yeah. Go talk to your mother. But you and I are fine. In fact, <laughs> <We're all right. laughs> make, we'll, we'll teach the rest of this later, but good job. I'm giving her the thumbs up. Um, just because, I mean, I don't know. It is, like, you, but you don't want your kid to be that bully, right? Because most parents, they probably like, oh, it won't be my kid. My kid won't be the bully. Yeah. No, I think that. Uh, um, like even now with, with our oldest you know, I, I come into every situation that we face, especially in regards to school and and really from the point of, is it you? Are you, you know, are you the negative influence for your friends? Are you the one maybe steering your friend group the wrong way? Or is there someone else that that may be influencing you? I never want to assume that that my kid's like the perfect kid. Because I live in the house with them, so <laughs> so I know. I know all your dirt, kid. I know all the dirt. Yeah. Um. Now, what? Eventually, I mean, are you? I guess she gets older. You're gonna be like, look, just stay off all social media until she's 18. Or you think that's unrealistic in this day and age? I mean, and is there some social media that's better than others for for kids that age? I mean, to me, Twitter is a cesspool, right? Mm-hmm. Instagram. Is I mean, like I know what guys are like. Instagram is what it is, right? It's pictures. Everyone knows what the pictures are about. <laughs> they, they even have a, a word, the the Insta thought, right? Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. there's a term. So, so uh, I, I don't as a, immediately don't want her on Twitter. Don't want her on Instagram. Facebook maybe, but Facebook's. I mean, ever since I saw that social dilemma you know, documentary about it, I'm like, well. They're just there to manipulate you in your mind to give you dopamine hits to keep you coming back at it day after day. Yeah, I guess it's all social media though. But I'm like, 
Now you got kids, there's TikTok, and some kids even use WhatsApp for messaging because that's somehow social don't forget, media. Don't forget Snapchat. And Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah. I, just, I just saw uh, in an episode, I think, of, of one of those news shows um, where, you know, the drug deals that are taking place on Snapchat and, and the code the codes that are used that parents can't figure out and um, their kids are getting, you know, this fentanyl-laced drugs and, and end up in the you know, dying from it. So, um, and then the parents can't find out who, because, you know, Snapchat has that 24 hour, all things. Yeah. Get erased. Phil, you know, signal, like there's that, the messaging app signal, which I guess governor Hogan got caught using. (laughs) So signal, you can set up timers as well. Okay. Uh, it's end to end encrypted. Like it's, it's a pretty popular one. It's not as encrypted as like wicker. Yeah. I've heard of wicker, but wicker does the same kind of thing where like, you can set it to self, like the message self-destruct and whatever, like you can just set it a minute, 30 minutes. You can set it to whenever they read it and the message just goes poof. Mm. So like it, and it's made for, it's supposed to be like some super secret thing, but I guess in this day and age where, you know, Apple was going to go through your phone and look through your photographs. Everyone's like, well, I don't want to read my text messages because you know, people got private stuff they want to say, I guess. I mean, I know I'm not all bells and unicorns and rainbows and my text <laughs> messages. So, you know, I, I don't want Apple snooping through my stuff, but I mean, I guess that I mean, with the Snapchat, you know why kids are doing it because they don't want their parents to see it. Yeah. You know, cause we all know, like I know when I was a kid, I probably did some stuff that I like, you know, my parents wouldn't be real proud of me if they saw it as right now or heard, heard oh. what I was saying. But, uh, but that was back before text messages even existed. So, you know. well, I've I've often said, you know, thank God that none of this stuff existed. Oh yeah, I'm really happy when when I was a knucklehead, you know, at 20, and you know, because and I think there's there's other ramifications that kids don't think about. I mean, look look at some of these these baseball players. Uh, you know, Kevin Hart went through some. They they fired him from the from the hosting whatever award show because of things that he said. And the thing is, like it what it's doing is it takes things that people say 20 years ago and or 15 years ago and applies it but holds it to today's standard exactly so now and now with kids doing dumb things um you know you might some you know you had pretty much employers especially ones that are dealing with clearances and and um background investigations and things like that they're asking for your social media accounts. Yeah. And some of them are asking for passwords. Like, and if you want the job, well, you're not getting my password. Well, then bye. You know, mm-hmm. like, do you want to work here or not? And they're going through it. And then, you know, something you did at 17, you want that to affect. Your criminal record doesn't follow you, but your social media record will. It's funny. From, it's funny. Because, see, I don't know if you guys remember, and I don't know why I even know this, but the lady that was hired as the teen Vogue editor, I think her name was Alexi McCammond. Yeah. That just happened. Like it was a few months ago. Yeah. A few months ago. They literally dug up a tweet of hers from when she was in high school. Mm-hmm. Now she's like in her late twenties at this point. Yeah. So it's not that far removed, but you're the head editor at a major magazine. And she got, she left. I'm putting that in air quotes. <laughs> yeah. She got, told to leave basically yeah. because of resignation in lieu of termination type of deal. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's like, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not condoning the tweet itself, but it's like, okay, how far back 
is it acceptable for someone to be a kid and make stupid mistakes? I, I think if you look at today's standard, it's there is no uh, benefit of the doubt or empathy or leeway. And, you know, I think that people go through, like, I mean, we're talking about it right now. Like People go through a lot of personal development between, you know, the, the human brain isn't fully matured until 25. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that they, they now girls might be women might be a little bit sooner, but you know, um, men are knuckleheads till I mean, some are knuckleheads into their thirties, but you know, you'll have them you tw- go further than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll have twenty five. Like I mean, so a whole bunch of personal development and changes in opinion and perception and growth occurs in those years. That's what they're there for. But then you're going to go back and say, oh well, you said this that was insensitive to today's standard and now you're fired or say there's a party where there's pictures of you pounding drinks and then you go for that high security clearance job oh well you have a drinking problem so you can't be trusted in this profession and when when you have children who are doing dumb things and recording all of it they don't understand those ramifications later on in their in their lives so you know do you want to give them Essentially, like almost give them the ability to sign their own death warrant when they're fourteen. Yeah, and yeah. also like the idea that that person recording you—that's your friend today—may not necessarily be your friend tomorrow, and because of however that friendship ends, may want to hurt you or your reputation. Oh yeah, in some way, so they'll you know post it or or post a lie about you, something like that. Well, who wasn't there? This there was that girl in Georgia or something. And she got accepted to a college and she was about ready to go. And someone like sent the the university. It was either tweets or a picture or audio or a video or whatever it was. And they said, you're no longer enrolled here. Like, so it, it was from someone she was friends with. And like you said, mm-hmm. someone she was friends with and something happened, someone South. And they were like, well, I'm going to get you. Yeah. And they were like, your, your college is your, I guess she had like a cheerleading scholarship or something gone mm-hmm. it was like right and they timed it like right before the semester was going to begin so that she didn't have time to like go someplace go else, somewhere else. Yeah. yeah so it was definitely done with the malicious intent of screwing her over yeah now again i, I have no idea what she did but i'm sure i'm sure it wasn't great but again the, in high school or middle school we all did something stupid right we mm-hmm. all did something we're not proud of right now we got something in our closet that we're like, mm, you know, I was kind of a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess, you know, Jesus forgives sins, but the inter- internet doesn't. <laughs> no, it's always there. <laughs> the internet forever. It, it keeps a record. Yeah. Yeah. But, then, but then you also have the thing of, you know, do you restrict access? But then you know, how do you balance the difference between, because as parents, we want to protect our kids. Mm-hmm. But then you also have to, this is something we're going to have to deal with. And also, you don't want to be the weird kid. You know, if they're the kid that doesn't have any of this stuff, then... That's how they communicate. Well, I think it's it's it, is your kid comfortable enough to communicate with you as the parent? You know, number one. It, so, if there is something going on, are they do they feel like it's an open enough relationship to come to you and say, "Hey, I'm being bullied," um, or "I did something stupid, help mm-hmm. me fix it." Uh, I don't think a lot of kids will will do it. One because they they look at being in trouble first in most in most cases um and then there is that that juggling between well when do you allow social media and you know right now we you know 
have things locked down that they can't download any app on their phones without my wife being notified that they're trying or, or we have to approve it. Um, and that even goes to, I think a lot of kids play Ro- Roblox. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. We just went through this. <laughs> so we, you know, I, I didn't know what it was and then we have to start doing research into, you know, you can play in, in rooms and you don't know who else is in this room. So it's, you know, having to, just communicate with them like oh you can play with the with your friends but i don't want you meeting new friends on here um so it's just that level of like one i guess some trust at a certain age when you think they're emotionally ready but um two i i kind of rest in a mindset the longer we can keep them off social media the better yeah because you have adults that are struggling with social media so like what do we think it it does to kids um recently instagram was planning to come out with instagram kids and then this report came out saying the the danger that instagram poses to teenage girls or young young girls and now they've kind of delayed their their release of instagram kids based off of that that finding but you would think that a company like instagram would do that social study and say, okay, what impact does our platform have on developing children? Yeah. And it's, you know, from, say, 12 to, to 18 years old. It's funny you mention that. So Instagram is owned by Facebook. In the meta, meta? Meta, sorry. Oh, meta, yeah, meta, meta. Whatever they are now. <laughs> I, the, the, I changed my company name because we got such a bad rap for doing crappy things to people. Yeah, them. Yeah. Um, so Facebook, though has their Facebook Messenger, but they have one called Messenger Kids. Mm-hmm. All Instagram, the Instagram is basically just a rebranding of that yeah. for kids. And they were going to call it Instagram Kids because they could get the tweens on there. Um, luckily, Facebook Messenger is a, is a cluster of a horrible thing. Like, the kids don't really know what's going on. Like, they don't know how to use that thing. I mean, some of them do, and, like, yeah. they can't, but, like, like, my daughter was using it to talk to her friends, like, that she kind of grew up with a little bit and they were just like, this sucks. Like we're not, we're not doing this. I'll see you next week. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, so there's, there's, there's two avenues of thought. Either you just don't let them get on it, which is what my brother did. And his kids turned out all right. Or you let them on and kind of let them learn how to deal with it. Now, the only problem for me is they might learn how to deal with, the the app itself the pressures know what's know what's going like know how the app is manipulating them and whatnot the problem is though you may know but you still can't stop the the brain activity you can't stop the dopamine has mm-hmm. like even as adults like yeah, you, you get the like on your 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 post your feed or whatever it's a dopamine hit you don't know what's happening but it's there yeah you, you start so, checking it and yeah you know and I gave up Facebook for Lent and I you know I've said this a couple times on the on the podcast, but um, at first it was kind of kind of rough because, like, what do I do in the morning when I'm, you know, for the during the morning glory, you know, right. <laughs> what do I look at when, when you're in the office? When you're in the office, right. you have to read the newspaper, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I'm gonna have to look at an actual book, right? <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> but after a while, it I'm glad it's gone, and I realized, like, you know, watching people just mindlessly scroll or get sucked into these 
stupid arguments yeah. on on Facebook. Like the worst ones are the neighborhood ones, where people just get sucked into these conversations, and then like it's just you know people are you know they're they're uh, they're throwing darts, and it's it's bad. And and my wife will she keeps me informed on the stuff I need to know about on on uh, on Facebook, but. For a kid who doesn't, you know, we, we regulate drugs for adults. And dopamine is really a drug. And we're just letting these young developing brains just get, like, addicted and via these apps. But, so, you know, just like a drug dealer, someone's making money on the, a lot of money on the other end of it. Well, that whole, like, income is based off of you and your use and, you know, your habits is how they make money. So, but like one part of it is it's social but you know you're talking about neighborhood neighbors two houses away from each other will beef on facebook but they won't meet no you know halfway and and kind of figure things out Um, and it's the same with kids so i notice with with my my kids like their ability sometimes to like have a conversation face to face uh is is a struggle (laughs) <laughs> but they could text all day and I'm like so gone are the days where, where like a kid may have to actually have a real a real conversation so I'm like well in school is everything like text or they don't answer the phone if you call but if you text right afterwards <laughs> they'll, they'll text you it's like you I know can, I can relate to that I don't uh, think you don't do <laughs> my mother will call be like no nah, I'm gonna I'll let that go I'll text her what do you want her, what do you need <laughs> yeah. but it's like great son can they <laughs> Are they losing the ability to be actually social by engaging so much in, in kind of the false reality of social media? It is funny, though, that you talked about how the, the two neighbor issue. So back when I was on the uh, the HOA board, there was an individual who posted something on the, the, the Facebook community page that was pretty critical of, of things we were doing. Like, we weren't doing enough for this person, even though we're volunteers. And happened more than once and so eventually he ended up coming to a meeting and i ended up telling him i was like you of like you of all people are going to say this the guy who sits behind his keyboard and types all this stuff out and all of a sudden you're okay i was like so it was funny because like when when someone actually confronted him about it that you could tell that was not a comfortable place for them Mm-hmm. Like they that would they were not happy that that was that like you could tell they just kind of took steps back and was just like no I don't want any part of this I didn't re-. like they, it, it's it was almost like he didn't realize that there was someone on the other end reading it yeah you know it's and I can only imagine like it, and this is an a, like a grown adult in the forties imagine what that does to a teenager though like. All you see is people just going at each other. You're like, okay, well, this is what you do, okay? Well, now i got to see that kid at school. Well, what happens when that kid at school is like, that's not how I get down. I'm about to punch in the face. Yeah, it, it, And I think none of them know how to deal with that. No, like, they, they, I don't think they do. I don't think they take the repercussions of what they say real. Uh, it's almost like, oh, well, if I if it's being tweeted or posted on you know, social media, then it, it doesn't really exist. And it's not until the time of like, oh, I applied for college and someone found some tweet that I said something stupid. 
that the reality of it hits that, oh, this is real life. It's not, you know, some metaverse <laughs> that that doesn't, you know, exist for real people. But no, everything you put out there is is there and it means something. Speaking about the metaverse, though, they they're I mean, for people that don't know what that is, it's basically if anyone watched the movie Ready Player One, have you ever seen that movie? Yeah. So it's basically these people, they go to work. And they come home and the entire time they're at home, they've got the virtual reality goggles on the virtual reality suit on and they live in this environment. They're living in the metaverse. I mean, it's crazy how much foreshadowing that movie had on real life because Facebook was like the reason why Facebook changed their name to meta well, one PR, but two, because they're trying to create that world mm -hmm. that everyone is going to live in, in the virtual world. Like, yeah. I think their goal is to not have people living in the real world. They want you just in their virtual world using their virtual currency. I mean, do you remember when Facebook tried to put out that currency? Was it the lira or something? Oh, like yeah. That? Like, for for a month or something. It didn't yeah. last very no, long, No, no, right? because uh, I think they just got made fun Zuck bucks. Yeah, they're trying to steer you. Instead of steer you away from the virtual world, they're trying to make it more more real than ever yeah and i think if we look at it you know I, i'm a girl dad so you know there there are things that I, I wouldn't want my 10 year old or my 13 year old to wear like but when she's 18 then you know that's kind of your your decision right you don't if you don't live in my house it's your it's your option but it's it's social media now kind of trying to shape their next you know, customer base in theory. So the younger they can get kids, the longer that they have the grasp on them. Um, and obviously then it's, you know, how the trends are setting and, and they move. And if, if you can get a kid at 10 or 11 in social media, you probably have them for a lifetime because they don't know, you know, life any other way. Well, there are some of these kids that have social media footprints before they're even born. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and when I was on Facebook, I'd see it like, you know, friends, you know, oh, we're pregnant. And they have a picture of the baby in the like the sonogram image of the baby on Facebook. And then they'll create a Facebook page for the baby and then announce everything about it. And it's like this kid had no choice in this. And all of a sudden they have before they're born before they can form a conscious thought, Facebook and Google and everyone has a file on them, mm -hmm. you know, uh, of all their data and what their parents do and where they go and their, their date of conception and heart rate, their fetal heart rate. This is, it's nuts. Yeah. The information that they have on, on people and they don't even have a choice in it. And they're just going to be immersed in it from, cause we were fortunate. Like we, we grew up without it. You know, we were able to be regular kids and you know, some of the things I think that, <clears throat> excuse me that that we got to do or didn't get to do because is actually a benefit to us because we got to learn you know how to play with other kids and the risk of getting punched in the mouth and you know mm -hmm. that sort of thing so well we also came into it when the companies that were running it weren't collecting everything on you like when we had you know aol instant messenger aol wasn't gathering every little bit of data on you you know myspace it just wasn't that deep back then. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. Were they collecting some data? Like, what music do you like? So yeah. I can, so I can, 
you know, put this CD in front of your face and maybe you'll go buy it at Tower Records or whatever it was. <laughs> sure, that might be it. But it wasn't to the point where it is like now where they have everything about like where you were born, where you went to high school, where'd you go to school, where'd you go to college, what 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 profession are you in? And oh by the way, here are all the people we think you're gonna be friends with. Yeah. And with all this aggregate data, they can kind of see, well, oh, you've been posting pictures of two girls. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'd be interested in this hairbrush that doesn't mm-hmm. hurt or it's like a detangling hairbrush. And you want to know how I know this? Because I bought one off of Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> it worked on me. Granted, the thing works like a dream. <laughs> um, but, you know, like someone was smart enough to say, you know what? We got all this data on this guy. I think he might like a hairbrush. A, a $20 hairbrush. That's what they sold me. Yeah. And so the first time I bought something off of Facebook, there's those things like, oh, that looks interesting. I'm going to try it. Now, granted, it, it takes like three to four months to get to you because it all comes directly from China. But, eh, you know, I got it. Yeah. It worked. Good for but me. But it's like, how long does it take Does it take your algorithm to change, right? So say say you're, you're 13, you're a 13-year-old girl, you love K-pop, right? And how long does it take their algorithm to change at 14 or 15 when you no longer love K-pop? Right. But the algorithm isn't catching up or keeping up with your interests. Um, so it's, is it in some ways forcing you to enjoy or, or still like things that you may be over or, yeah, it's, I don't, I don't know. To me, it's just so weird to, to, to go in there and it was like, oh yeah, talk to my wife. I wanted these sweatpants. And then I see, you know, four ads for sweatpants. Um, it, I don't know. I think it takes away the ability for kids to to change their minds and enjoy different things. Um, they feel stuck in what maybe their friends are posting, what ads are being pushed to them. Um, I think you need you need that developmental time to to kind of test the waters on, you know, whether you want to be goth for a week. Um, I, I wore skater jeans for Jeff the Jinkos. first. Yes, <laughs> for like two years of high school, you know? See, I was a fat kid, so the Chinko jeans were just my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's also like, you're right, though. It's like, are they keeping kids in a certain like uh, genre of life, I guess? Like you said, what if you just want to be goth for a week, but you did 35 ser- searches on goth makeup? Yeah, and, and now that, this is your life. Right, and and, and unbeknownst to them... Because they just keep getting, in their news feed, they're getting articles about the goth life. They're getting advertisements about goth clothing. And or and all these other things, like steampunk or whatever it is. Like whatever genre that you were into, you just keep getting force-fed this stuff that keeps you into it. When, who knows, maybe a week later you would have been like, eh, this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. And but, but then they keep you, and then the other thing is like they they recommend Facebook groups that are about the gothic life. So now you're in there. Now all your friends are in there. It's kind of like the old, uh, the, I don't know if you guys ever heard the uh, Adam Sandler CD. When he, his, his first audio, uh, it wasn't even a CD, it was a tape. When the when the comedy albums were big back then. And uh, Adam Sandler, one of the characters was trying to get his buddy to go to this cult outing. It's like, come on, man, just come to the cult. It's fun. We're going to have a good time. It's great. It's a fun time. He goes, dude, I don't want to go. He goes, there's a girl I want to meet there. <laughs> and so, like, 
you know, if that's where your friends are going, you kind of go with it a little bit. But now imagine that the person trying to persuade you to go into a cult or whatever bad situation it is, is the internet or the, the, the social media that you're interacting with. That's how it can steer you in a certain direction without exactly. the person even knowing. And, and, you know, you're both parents. I think I've, I've seen my kids go through, you know, multiple kind of interest changes over their lives. Like my oldest at one point was obsessed with Paris. So, <laughs> you know, family, everyone would buy her things kind of Paris focused. And then she wanted to be a fashion designer. So we people were buying her everything. That, but every two years it would change. So we've spent all this money on this interest that, that she's like, okay, after, I don't know if I want to do that anymore. Now I like, you know, watercolors, right. you know, something, something crazy, something different, but uh, yeah, but she has that space to, to change her mind. We're not saying, well, you Google, you know, Paris. So yeah, now yeah. every, everything you see is going to be French focused. Or, or, or there's a machine, an algorithm that's programmed to push, a certain thing and it's just sold to the highest bidder. So if someone wants to push, you know, some new band that comes out or some new brand of clothing or whatever it is that is coming out like, Oh, well, Hey, I'm going to write meta, I guess a check or Google or whoever it is. And we're just going to influence this person to do whatever. So pretty much your interest is just being sold to the highest bidder. Um, yeah, so it's it's very it's kind of disturbing to think that, like like when I was a kid, it was you know I had different groups of friends. So I had like my hockey buddies, and they were all into certain types of music. And then I had my football friends, and they were into different stuff. So I have this weird eclectic taste in music from hip hop to you know um, country to everything in between. It doesn't like, but don't hide your obsession with the hair bands. Yeah. Don't 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 Oh no, no, no. Don't I've got my I've got my hair <laughs> my hair metal playlist. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I noticed you left that out. <laughs> so <laughs> but white I, snake. Yeah, man. Come on. Come on now. Little uh um you know, Van Halen in there too. That's right. But you know, the I was able to do that, but there was no machine pushing a particular interest onto me. You know, saying you need to. It was, or the machine it, was different. It was the radio. Yeah, it was the radio. Yeah, because yeah. like we going to play this. The song. radio would only play these ten songs. Yes, yeah. and it was also it was also my dad. You know, his his taste in in music, and then he started picking up on like I guess this is back in the early nineties, like Nirvana, Pearl Jam, stuff like that. Your and, dad was in a Nirvana and Pearl Jam. Yeah, really. Oh yeah, good for him. Yeah, I mean, he didn't like wear t shirts and like go to concerts or anything, but my like parents, he listened to it. My parents were in like Ronnie Millsap and Hall and Oates. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, got, I got the soft. I got the contemporary rock from from that time era. Yeah, no, my dad. When <laughs> I guess when he was younger, he was more into like uh, the Who, Pink Floyd, um, Rolling Stones, stuff like that. Where like my in laws, they were into like um, God. I can't think of the guy's name that makes you fall asleep. Uh, Kenny G. No, well, she listens to that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen, man, so, I, I, I'll still. I, I love some Hall and Oates still to this yeah. day. Some Billy Joel, some Hall and Oates. I'll still listen to that contemporary eighty stuff, ninety stuff. I'll, I'll listen to that all day. But uh, but yeah, they. So that now my dad thought the music I listened to initially was crap, and then my sister's music was crap. Um, <laughs> but then, you know, my oldest is just starting to get into different kinds of music, and like I don't like trap beat at all. 
but he's real into football. So he hears a lot of trap beat because it's the music that the Twitch people put. Because there's another platform, Twitch, mm-hmm. where you watch people play video games. Yeah, I just heard of that, I think, yesterday. Yeah, and I'm like, you before. you have that game. Go go play it. Oh, no, yeah. I'm watching this. He's a lot better than me. So that's okay. – I actually and, – and look, I'm going to relate to that because – so, like, for example, like, when we grew up, Nintendo had just come out. My brother mm-hmm. got one. And – I sucked at those games. I mean, I was like six, five, six years old. I sucked at this stuff. My brother was like six, seven years older than me. And so he would play the games. I would watch him. Mm-hmm. Like Twitch is literally like, I was 30 years ahead of Twitch. Wish I would have thought of it. Yeah. Um, and he, he, even as we got older, because I still sucked at like Super Mario, sucked at it. So like, I remember Super Mario 3, I'd watch him play it. So I could see what the end was. Mm-hmm. Like it was almost, it's almost like a movie. Like, you want to see the whole progression of it. Um, and I got it bit by bit by bit while he was playing those games. Um, I think part of the other thing for Twitch is it's it's not just the gameplay. The gameplay is almost secondary, I think. Because you're, you're watching something as the conversation is happening. So you can participate by typing. Mm-hmm. Like, like, YouTube has super chats or whatever. Twitch has a version of that where you can talk with the, the community. It's a, it's like it's almost like um, you ever heard of Discord, like no, the, the app so. called Discord. So Discord's like us, they call them servers where you can create a server, invite all your friends. It's like one big huge messaging platform. Okay, but you can have like so thousands like, of people. in So it. like the old back in the the mid the early nineties, the old uh, what are they the the board. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the forums. <laughs> yeah, the forums. forums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they still use those by yeah. the way. Like old old school techies, the guys that really don't want anything they're doing. They they're on. Um, I don't know if you guys remember IRC. So IRC was like an old, it was like a precursor to the forums. Mm-hmm. Um, but because they're self-hosted, nobody has access yeah. to them except for the people that get invited. No, no I do okay. remember that because a, a, a guy I went to high school with, he was a, like a year or two older than me. He had one. He was really good with computers. He went to University of Maryland for a year and then got hired to actually do what he was studying in school. And he's like, screw this, he's out. And was making tons of money, but yeah, he we it, it was Ben's board, yeah. and like when you got on it, like you got in the club. <laughs> like so, the, Reddit's like a play or, or so. Or Reddit, so Reddit's yeah, Reddit. It's very similar to what Discord is kind of, except Reddit's much more searchable. Okay, Discord's most think of like a, a text thread with like six or seven people. Now add seven, six or seven hundred more people to that. It's just one long thread, but they can add like, okay, um, like the overarching topic is like Nintendo. Well, then you can have different channels for each Nintendo game, and people are just talking about that game in that channel, but everyone's part of the server. Okay. So it's like everyone joins the group, and then you can have subgroups within that. Um, Whereas Reddit, it's one group, and you find your topic by, I, I think that, like, I look at that more as like a forum. Because you, you log on to Reddit, you click on the subreddit, and then you can click on whatever. Like, if there's a question you want, you can search it, and you, you can find your answers from there, or whatever topic is under that subreddit. Um, but again, that's also another com- – it's, it's very much a community. So you belong to that subreddit. That's your community. If you're interactive with it, I don't interact with it that much. Um, but I know one thing I did, and it was kind of like when the whole situation with um, – like when Twitter was starting to ban people and like 
there was a whole bunch of censorship issues on like Facebook and Twitter. I use something called Rocket Chat, which is basically it's like Slack. I don't know mm-hmm. people people use Slack or Teams, yeah. mm-hmm. except you can self-host it. So I literally have it self-hosted on my server. Now I don't use it for anything. I just have it there just in case I ever want to use it. And I made sure I tested it, made sure it worked with like two other guys that kind of do computer stuff too. But um, I just thought it was interesting to do. But it's a way if you ever wanted to make your communications private, you could go that route if you wanted mm-hmm. to. It's much easier than people think it is. But mm-hmm. um, or you can just like call people. You could. Although, <laughs> although they got phone records, though. You can get the phone record and people tap into those things. Yeah. yeah at I least going to go put my tinfoil hat on. <laughs> at least with the phone, like, you know, it's uh, like, okay, I called this person. About what? Unless they have a wiretap on you. That's yeah. true. They, they, but, don't have, they don't have Yeah, they don't have. It's just like, oh, they you called have, this person at this time. Yeah, yeah. So you have to corroborate that with other evidence. Like, if you're trying to, to prosecute somebody for something. But, um, yeah, there's just so much stuff out there and, you know, like my kids are still little and, but, but even, you know, the, the baby can do stuff on, and he's not a baby, he's four, but he's my baby. So, um, I'll call him the baby. He'll be six, four and weigh two twenty five and be like the baby, like that baby. Like, yeah, that's him. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, like he does stuff on there. And well, they're born almost with it in their hands. Yeah, and, and the thing is, you have parents, and, and I'm not, it's funny, be, before we had kids, and, you know, we're sitting at the restaurant, and we see a family, and, like, the parents just give the kids devices, and my wife and I be like, Puh, we're never doing that. Fast forward, mm-hmm. and there we are. That's because the one thing we still won't do. You know, and, we and won't the, give it to them in restaurants. Yeah, so, and the thing is, like, um, and I get it, because it's like, hey, these, you know, husband and wife and their kids they want to go out but it's like you know they want to have a conversation without you know and so so i certainly get it or just trying to like he you know we're waiting for you know in the car for something whatever like here just take this and and look at it and you know the baby looks at youtube kids mm-hmm. but you can see how it's constructed to keep them engaged even at at that and then you can see and we talked about it once before with the uh when you look at these videos like it's they know that the people that produce these videos know that if they get X amount of views, they start get, they can monetize it. And they know little kids will watch the same things over and over and over again if something just gets hooked. So you watch, like, adults playing with toys, making noises. I'm like, this is weird. It like, is weird. Or, or the, yeah. there's a, a kid that makes, you know, millions of dollars yeah. on YouTube just playing with toys. Yeah. And other kids watching them. Yeah, there's the, the, the Turbo Tour. I, I, actually, you know what? I'm not going to plug them. No. <laughs> no. They can plug me. If they plug yeah. me, I'll plug them. <laughs> but I, I, I think a lot of this, you know, obviously it evolves, right? We watched uh, over Christmas this movie. I think it's called uh, 8-Bit Christmas. Oh, a good movie. Good movie. Yeah. yeah, good movie. Yeah. But if you really look at the social aspect of it, when when we were kids, it was... Oh, if you had a Nintendo, you were the popular kid. Even oh, yeah. if you were a joke, a jerk, like we would all, yeah. people would want to play with you because you had you had the system. But or you know, waiting for the Toys R Us catalog to to come in the mail, like that's kind of propaganda. That's yeah. in, <laughs> engaging kids and and saying, okay, you want these toys. Um, I think the issue now is that it's it's always there. Yeah, like there's there's always access where you know we i think we were just able to turn off yeah certain now, things now you know h- how would you go about telling your kids 
you know, because, like, everyone, adults have trouble with this. So, like, people only post the best stuff. Generally, now, there are some people that put all kinds of stuff on there. It's, like, crazy. and But for the most part, like, on their Instagram, Facebook, like, it's pictures of them on vacation, at the beach. Um, you know, they don't take a picture of themselves, like, changing a tire with, in the rain. You know, now I would have, like, F- FML. But generally people are putting, like, only their best. And then it, you know, it sets it sets an unrealistic standard for, um, for life. And then trying to impart that, like, trying to get a kid to understand that, like, hey, what you're seeing there is not, like, that's my friend. That's their life. That's real. Eh, you're not seeing all the bad stuff. Like, how do you get that through to a to kid like i i couldn't i can't figure it out now like and i think i think it's in their formative years it's it's almost hard to do that to have them understand that this you know this famous person that they idolize you know this isn't their life every day right um so i think until they're able to grasp that people do present representatives first uh especially in social media that it's not always their true character um, I think most of the people we see <laughs> that are themselves on social media, we don't even want to interact with. They're like, <laughs> they're like the weirdos. Like, yeah. oh, you're really honest. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's hard to tell kids or to to even have that conversation because if it's a famous person they're following, they they legitimately think that these people, you know, always wear these clothes. Yeah, and they don't understand that they have on these clothes because they're getting the check for it. Right. Yeah, but even like Sharon down the block, you know, Sharon's always posting her meals, right? She's posting what she had for dinner last night, the other night. She's showing, you know, her and her husband were out on the boat, or they went out for another a night out. People don't realize that even the person around the block is only posting the best parts of their life, the best parts. And even though it might seem like they're posting a lot. It probably she probably cooked that meal one night a week. Shouldn't show you the night where she you know popped Dino chicken nuggets <laughs> in, in, the, in the oven because you know you got two kids that got to go to practice at night and nuggets are the, the quickest thing you can probably make. Yeah, but like how how do you again? How do you get a kid to realize that even it's not just the Instagram models, it's not just the famous people. It's literally almost everyone on Facebook or on Instagram is only posting the good crap. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not posting when you know they got fired from their job or you know their boss just you know demoted them or whatever. Whatever's going on, like they, they're not posting the bad stuff. Again, they're not posting the, the Dino Chicken Nuggets. They're posting the one time they made like chicken cordon bleu. Mm-hmm. Or whatever fancy meal you want to. I don't know. That's the fanciest <laughs> thing I can think of because it sounds French. But you know. But so like, how how do you even approach that? With like, hey, it's not just it's not just Giselle posting uh, fancy stuff over there. You got you know Cheryl down over there on on Foxtrot Lane that we see walking her dog, and you know she's picking up poop. <laughs> her life ain't that great. Yeah, it's, it's that re- reality, you know. Um, that life is life and i don't i don't know when when you get that when you really grasp that you know what i mean it's, it's not all rainbows and and because butterflies it, right? there are adults that have trouble with and there are adults oh, that yeah, have yeah, trouble yeah. with it and, and, and like about it, it it's that it's that issue of like 
Well, I saw, you know, Tommy's got a new car. That's a nice car. I want that car. It's always like the keeping up with the Joneses. You know, everyone, or, or I, I think, it, and I don't want to say women do this more than men, though, but I think, like, they post, like, the pictures of the kids all smiley and happy and, you know, bundled up and going out and saying. And like, it took and 30 minutes to get that picture. <laughs> right, right, right. In minimum. In minimum 30. <laughs> it probably took them an hour just to get dressed to go outside uh, and play in the snow, right? Mm-hmm. But they keep posting those. I'm like, well, I should be doing that too. She posted the chicken corn on blue and I gave my kid dino chicken nuggets. I'm a horrible mother. Mm-hmm. Or... I see this one guy, he's always got 10 pictures because he coaches all of his kids' sports teams, and I, I only did the one back in the spring. I must be a horrible father. Right. That, like, that's how this stuff can kind of like mess with adults. Ed. But again, what if kids see it like, well, my dad doesn't coach all my teams? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a general confidence issue, right? And, yeah. and if you're taking a, a kid who's who doesn't know who they are yet and, and – and then injecting this idea like, well, you're not this, yeah. right? It, it's it's a hit to the to their confidence level because as adults, we're we're facing the same same thing. I, I've seen it before where you see this couple, they're genuinely happy on Facebook, and then it's like, oh, we're getting divorced, and you're like, oh, man, yeah. what happened? What? They, they're getting divorced. They look so happy. It's it's funny you mention that because my one of my wife, I guess she's my friend who we we went to college together. And I knew her in college, and we went to their wedding, and you know she was always posting pictures of of her and her husband and the kids, and then all of a sudden, like you didn't see any pictures of her husband at all. And I talked about, I said, "Hey, did she? Are they still together?" She said, "Yeah, I think so." But she hadn't talked to her for a while, so she didn't know. I said, "I don't." Th- I said, "He's never in any pictures. It's always her traveling or her teaching one of the." Zumba, Roomba, whatever classes they they that was CrossFit. I don't know what it was. Call Roomba. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah Roomba. <laughs> so she was she was uh, do, posting that, or you know, travels a lot for work. So all the places she was going, and I was like, but he's never in it. I'm like, so either this dude is just at home with the kids, or he's not at home at all. And then later on, she talks to her, and she goes, you know, my wife said, hey, that was a good call because uh, they split up. It's like all of a sudden in it just dropped it, it like one day it was nothing and like you know so um and you know i don't have any you know facebook my but you know if, if my wife posts a picture of us together like i'll be on there like you'll see me like i'm still in the picture literally in the picture um you know so but you think oh she's got a great life <laughs> not, not so yeah. much um but you know because i'll look at, at my friends like oh you're traveling and doing this and what am i doing like my life sucks like you know, I tried to buy a, you know, a, a 69 cent prescription and I didn't have any cash. I'm use my card and it got declined. <laughs> like <laughs> my life sucks. I don't post that, but, yeah. uh, you know, they, they, uh, you know, so you're, you're seeing that stuff and trying to make that unfair comparison. And that's not even getting into like the body image issues and all this other stuff. Because where, even body image, I think a lot of the attention on that is on girls, but boys are having the same body body image issues like with with the lifting um you know i think everyone that posts a picture working out on instagram is trying to be a instagram model or some some sort but yeah boy young young men or or teens are having the same same kind of issues of of not 
appreciating themselves or right. or overworking out, overlifting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not, you know, like I'm not shredded. Well, that might not be, you know, having an eight pack might not be in your DNA, dude. Yeah. But, you know, pulling 500 pound deads, that might be on your D, in your DNA mm-hmm. where, hey, that dude's all show and no go where you're, but they don't get that then. They're just seeing, no. I am not that. I want to be that. And that's cool. So they try to work to it. Um, or that the person in this picture is juicing or, yeah, right. <laughs> or don't, yeah. you know, they're not, it's not a natural. Right. Or, or, or is a, you know, professional, like that's their job. Like mm-hmm. looking like that is their job. So when they're not taking a photo shoot, they have nothing else. Like their job is to train to look like that. But a, a lot of people don't realize that like, especially those shredded pictures and all that stuff that people see, like, you know, that's after like a cut. So like mm-hmm. they'll be like essentially starve themselves and dehydrated yeah, to get to that point. And then they take the photo and then once the shoot's over and that then they're or, or show if they're a bodybuilder, like once all that's over with, they're right back to like eating again and stuff. And, and that kind of goes away, but a kid's not, not going to understand that. Yeah. You know, do you guys remember the movie 300? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you remember like the whole movie, it's like all this, all the Spartans have no shirts on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was like the influence for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all eight pack abs. You know, or it, come to find out, that's all CGI'd. <laughs> it's not even real. Like the guy, I forgot the guy who uh, was the who played the lead character in it. I know Russell, the guy, Russell Crowe. It, it wasn't Russell Crowe. Yeah, Russell Crowe was Gladiator, Gladiator, but he was oh, all, yeah, yeah, he yeah, was pretty right. he was yoked in that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. but even then, you didn't have like the. The, the eight pack defined abs yeah. in it, but the, I can't remember that dude's name. But anyway, he he uh, years ago he came out and said, "Oh no, that's all CGI, like, was, they, all of it." Well, imagine what what Instagram would be if they took all filters away, right? And oh and yeah, people just posted pictures as as they actually look. Yeah, um, I think kids would feel much better. Yeah, <laughs> about themselves. Well, it, for a while there. There was a big to-do about, I guess there were some Instagram models or something. And they were talking about the magazine shoots and whatnot. And how they were comparing the actual photo to the photo that made it in the magazine. And I guess, like, they were trimming away parts of their midsection to make it look like they were skinnier than they mm-hmm. were. And, and part, stretch marks. And, and part of, like, like, part of their inner thigh mark. Like, mm-hmm. like, they were literally removing it. Wow. To make them look smaller than they were. And they're like, no, no, this is what, it, and then she was like, nope, this is what I, the picture really was, and this is what they put out yeah. there. And it was it was a significant difference, and she was like, this needs to be put out there. Yeah. Because this, what they just put on that magazine, is not realistic at all. Right, it's not attainable. An unatt- complete unobtainium. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and even like that model who's like, you know, a 10, like it's not attainable for her. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, now for me personally, not, you know disclaimer women are not placed on this earth for my visual pleasure but like the thigh gap and all that stuff like no, i'm not down with that like there needs to be a little more uh a little more thickness there you know what i'm saying but um but that's what becomes the standard of beauty and then you have some girl that you know next thing you know she's anorexic or bulimic because she can't cannot it's just not in her genetics to uh to attain that look and with the filters like Joe Rogan posted a picture on Instagram with all the filters. He looked like a girl, like an attractive girl. It was him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, and he's like, this is what my kids are dealing with. It's like, you know, if they can make that ugly mug look like 
you know, a, a, a teenage girl, like you can do all kinds of stuff. And, and I think that's it is that kids don't get that it's media marketing, right? That, that they're doing whatever they're, they're doing, whatever they need to do to sell their product. Um, Instagram and, and Facebook, they're, they're doing whatever they need to do to sell you to the platform. You know, I remember the Hot Wheels commercial and, and the, the track and it would go in a loop. My car never went in a loop. Like, <laughs> yeah, yet, yet I thought from that commercial, like, oh, I'm going to like, this is going to happen. And it, it never did. And it's saying, OK, that's that's just marketing. Yeah. Right. You may not ever attain this. Your, your Hot Wheels may never hit that loop. But you're gonna it could barely keep, stay on the track. It could barely stay yeah. on the track, um, and that, and that's what they needed to do. That's what they needed to show you to sell, sell their product, sell their platform. And yeah. I, I don't think kids really grasp that idea yet. That right. you know, they're especially the tween market is. I think they're one of the highest like spending, yeah, markets. But it's not them spending; it's us, the parents, that are buying are stuff. buying it because the kids don't right. don't have. If the I money. buy this, will you shut up? Yeah. <laughs> or you say, okay, whatever you want to want to use your allowance on is fine. But yeah, so they're they're a huge market for dollars, and and they're being you know sought after. Yeah. So this is this is going to run a lot longer than we thought. So what we're going to do here is we're going to cut this episode. We appreciate you listening. Uh, we're going to bring Krishan back for another episode next week. So come on back to hear the, the uh, second part of this, this interview. Uh, thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, share. Visit us on the dumbideapodcast.com. Visit Krishan's website at uh, krishanallen.com. And uh, don't forget to grab your uh, VPN subscription at the dumbideapodcast.com and click on that uh, P- private internet access uh, uh, link that we have there and we will see you next time